listener production. Giving you the warm and fuzzies just like when your favourite flirty barista draws a love heart on your latte. Oh, isn't that cute? It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, big news coming out of the world of Egypt, Alex Dyson. You ever been to the pyramids? Country of Egypt? Yeah. You ever been to the pyramids? You ever seen them? No, I haven't been to Egypt world. <laughs> I don't get it. Well, you said the world of Egypt. I just thought it was. Oh, did I say the world of Egypt? Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I meant. The, I mean, obviously, I meant the country, but you know, I was saying like the world is in the the existence of it. Yeah, yeah. I think I've got you. Apparently, some breakthroughs discovered underneath one of the pyramids. There, I can't believe they're still finding stuff in Egypt. I thought these I old bros who were crypt robbers, they'd all they'd all been bloody cleaned out. And I thought they'd all been cleaned out. Yeah, well, okay, so look at this. This I read this headline. Huge discovery made about the world of Egypt, you know, about pyramids. And basically, the Pyramid of Sahur, uh, which was for the second king of the fifth dynasty, who is the second king of the fifth dynasty, ruled from 2458 BC to 2446 BC. We're talking these things are ages old. When it was discovered, some of the rooms had collapsed. So these researchers have finally been able to set up a 3D survey of the pyramids, corridors mm. and chambers, cleanings, they cleaned the rooms, mm. stabilised the structure. And do you know what they found was inside this pyramid? What? Storage rooms. So there you go. <laughs> it's good to know that adults in <laughs> Egypt were also obsessed with storage yeah. um, because... That's how you know you've hit so, an old person age. You're like, ooh, it's got good storage. So one one pyramid, like one of the great pyramids, is like a big tomb and like temple to their revered kings. Mm. The other pyramid, uh, what's that? What's that one? Oh, it's just the shed. <laughs> we also did yeah. triangle sheds. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't love a bit of storage? So the Egyptians back in 2400 BC were no different. Obviously chucking the old exercise bike in there and the Ab King Pro that they bought online. I bet you if that pyramid, like if that was up for rent back then as well, (laughs) you're looking at it like, oh, how about this? Can I get a floor plan? They're like, nah. Like, what? I want to rent it. No, not on rentals. You don't get floor plans. Why not? I don't know. Why? 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 You got got the floor plan. Why can't you just show us what the floor plan is like? Absolute gooses. Anyway, Hello. Um, I'm Alex, that's Matt. We're about to do a podcast called All Day Breakfast. Should we just jump straight into it? Let's dive right in. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Alex Dyson, as I mentioned a couple of weeks ago when I was in Sydney, I caught up with a couple of friends of ours. So the um, house of good man Ollie Wards, our old boss from Triple J. The Sarge, yes. Yeah. Um, Veronica Milson was there, um, Ruben from Peking Duck, Amy Shark, uh, lots of kids. <laughs> Solid crew. <laughs> yeah. I mean, back in the day, that would have been pretty lit. <laughs> but, but the, i tell you what, nothing ruins a party like a four-year-old. Mm. Um, nah, look, it was great. It was really fun. The family's around, really enjoying time, really great time. But in the lead up, Ollie Ward says, oh, in the group chat, hey, Matt and Belinda, bring you guys bring something sweet. My little dessert option. Yeah, you know, he's allocating a couple of different dishes to people. You know, we'll do this. You guys bring a salad or whatever. Matt and Belinda, you bring something sweet. Now, here's the problem, Daiso. When you've got 
a partner who is nice and caring. <laughs> that That is a problem. That, that tends to extend into all facets of your life when you would quite happily be content being an absolute piece of work. I'll tell you what, in that situation, it, it really, it is really separate people thinking because in that situation, I'm immediately diving for a $7 muddy. <laughs> that's it. I that's mean, that little I, white line going back and forth. Bro. Like the give heart me the, rate I monitor. Mean, there's literally, there's literally Cadbury ads about this very situation, mm. you know? Well, to bring when you're told not to bring anything, you know? Well, what, what do you bring when you're told to bring a sweet thing? <laughs> well, I don't know. The same thing. So I'm like, look, we don't have to think about it too much. Don't have to overdo it. We don't, we don't have to start, you know, separating the egg yolks from the whites so we can bake a pav. No, exactly. And plus we were, we were traveling from out of town, so we didn't have a kitchen or anything. So we were going to have to buy. Belinda's like, oh, you know, we went to this incredible bakery, um, Flower and Stone in Woolloomooloo. It's so good. They got such good treats, but all of it's about, you know, $10 a pop. So then we're like, oh, you know, there was a little- person? Well, no, per like item, you know, it's like sort of like the $9 croissant sort of era. And, um, and then there was a little cake yes. there for about $45, a little six incher, just a really tiny little cake, but was like, oh, do we get $45? this? $45? Then, then we would have to carry inches. it around all day. It's over seven bucks an inch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, um, Quick maths. And, uh, and so then it was like, oh no, well, we'll go to Glebe soon and we'll go to this bagel place called Small Talk, which we really like. And they do desserts. So we'll buy a couple of desserts from there. And then we do What that. kind of place, Bron? Was, was that a Slagle place, Matt? Somebody stop her, please. So you went to Flower and Stone Slakery, did you? Oh my God. (laughs) Anyways, after all this deliberating, we end up spending about $45 on just baked goods. Okay. Which is like a couple of tarts, a couple of, um, you know, scrolls. Mm -hmm. And we just think, okay, this will be enough. 45 bucks for dessert. Well, we get there, right? Reuben turns up. We're like, oh, hey, man, what's going on? You know, we knew he was going to come along, bring Mm. his kid, hanging out. Um, He's got a big box. He puts it on the table, opens it up. Gigantic blueberry pie. (gasps) Right? We're like, oh, you brought something sweet too. Then Reuben says, yeah, Ollie told me to bring something sweet. And I was like, yeah, he told us to bring something sweet. Then Amy Shark turns up, no. big box. No. Puts it on the table. Hey, guess what? I've just been to the markets. Opens it up. Delicious cakes. All these huge slices of cake. Real yum. All delicious. We're like, why did you bring cake? She's like, Ollie told me to bring something sweet. <laughs> what is this guy we're doing? Like, Mate, Ollie comes out. We're like, dude, you, you told us all to bring something sweet. sweet for and he's everyone. Like, yeah, no. He's As like. It, yeah, but something sweet, not just for themselves. No, yeah, it's like for the, to bring something sweet for... A room full of sweet stuff. Yeah, so we've now got enough sweet stuff to fill the room three times, to feed the room three times. And he's like, well, like, you told everyone to bring something sweet. He's like, no, I just told one of you, didn't I? He's like, we're like, no, you sent the message to us saying bring something sweet. Then Ruben gets his phone out and it's like, hey, just bring something sweet. <laughs> and then Amy's like, yeah, you told us to bring something sweet. Oh, he's man. told us all to bring something sweet. We've got about we got $200 no worth of... <laughs> Of sweet stuff sitting there. There's too much sweet stuff. Zero and it dear. was all good. And then he's like, oh, you know, take some of it home. I, like, I don't want to take any of it home. 
back to Brisbane. <laughs> yeah, we, we came here with the express purpose of leaving it here. Mm, so it made me wonder, when have you requested too much of a good thing? Thank you for your messages via matt.and.alex on Instagram. Um, Vet is better said, uh, stoner munchies, man. All time sugar headaches. Too much of a good thing. Um, Siobhan said, my four-year-old loves, what's this? Daphnois cheese? What's that? Is that like the little? <laughs> Daphnois. Daphnois? <laughs> Daphnois. <laughs> what's Daphnois? It's like a brie. It's like a French brie. It's very nice. Uh, well, Siobhan says, uh, sadly he ate too much once and vomited. Um, Harem got in touch, said, uh, mentioned once to the in-laws that I like peanut M&Ms. Now they constantly buy me them. Oh, it's very nice of them to look out for you. Angus said some uh, Sri Lankan friends mom made these top tier chicken drumsticks for his 21st birthday. I ate 21 of them, had a vom, then ate seven more. I still regularly talk about them. <laughs> that is unhinged, Angus. That is... 21 drumsticks. Whoa. <laughs> they must have that's, been top tier. That's 10 and a half chooks <laughs> worth of leggies running around. Oh, man. The poor chicken still talk about it regularly. <laughs> Angus, beware of him. He took out a, <laughs> took out a whole footy team's worth of chickens <laughs> in one sitting. And then, and then, then vomited and ate the reserves bench. <laughs> Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. All right. Well, I am so excited right now, Matt O'Kine, because we are about to call Heath from Tasmania, who you may remember as Australia's loosest bloke. He uh, got a tattoo, uh, which gave him an entry for him and a friend to a DZ death ray show in Tassie recently. Um, he showed it to the bouncer. He got let in, left after two songs, a tattoo for two songs. And we thought, geez, Heath from Tassie has unlocked a life hack here. If people are willing to give you stuff for tattoos, how far can we go with this? How big a shopping list can one accumulate? Yeah, that's right. And we uh, thought we'd dive into the sales department of this one good podcast and uh, and ask them to tap into their networks mm. to try and hustle up a little bit of uh, contra, as they call it in the industry, a bit of contra in exchange for the service of eternally branding their themselves with uh, with your product. Now, I've got a good list here. We're about to call Heath and do it, but we should, before we call Heath, have a little discussion about this, Bron, because, you know, Matt and I can get a bit carried away with these things. What do you need to pass on to us that we need to pass on to Heath? So had a, had a chat to the legal department. We're all good to go with this. There is no law that can prohibit us, you know, talking to someone about getting a tattoo. That's fine. Right. Okay. What we can't do, and okay. this is, this. let me just read this verbatim. If you are considering getting a tattoo, please make sure you consider all risks. All right. Yep. So we need okay. to say that to make sure that me and Matt can't be sued if Heath has a change of heart and decides, oi, these guys sucked me into this. Yes. No, I, I would suggest that if Heath decides to get a tattoo and then gets you know, hepatitis, as my dad warned me about in my high school years oh, no. <laughs> to try and, you know, make sure I didn't go out and get, get the, the needle mm. um, because of an unclean gun, et cetera, then, right. uh, then yes, the, then that's not on us. So on all heat. risks being hepatitis or unemployment, I guess, is the, 
yes. the other big one, big, illness big risk as well. Yeah. Okay. So illness, lameness, whatever it may be. Um, the, the risks are there. So all right. So we as long as we say that to Heath. Yep. Okay. And then he also has to find. He has to get the tattoo himself. He has to find a provider, pay for right. it, all that stuff. Okay. Okay. I think he's just got his mate's gun. I think it's. <laughs> I think it's just going to be uh, the old backyard job. <laughs> Okay, okay so the, those are the only two things we need to worry about. Yeah. So uh, other than that, we can provide him with his shopping list, and he get what we're going to do. He can pick as many or as little as he wants. It's not up. It's not to us. It's up to him. What does he feel like shopping for? Yeah, yeah we're not going to try. We we cannot encourage him. Mm-hmm. No pressure you know, to do anything. Yeah. No All right. Pressure. No, it's yeah. up to Heath. Well, mm-hmm. let's call him right now. Let's see how he's going. Hello, Heath. It's your boys, Matt and Alex, calling you, mate. Oh, uh, how is? <laughs> We're very excited to talk to you, Heath, because um, it's been a while. We did call you Australia's loosest bloke, and um, just, just you know, wanting to follow up with, mm. a, with a little bit of an, not an offer, just um, a set of circumstances. <laughs> That's it. I mean, we did, we did sort of do that. We're prone to hyperbole online, but you've been up to any loose antics since we last talked to you? Oh, well... If you want to call building a model train set underneath your mum's house loose, then I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Were you doing that for yourself? He's or? gone off the rails, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so is this, is, this a, is this a hobby of yours or are you doing it for someone else? No, I do it for myself. Just keep, keeps me entertained. Keeps, oh, keeps me out of trouble. <laughs> yeah, nice. Um, should... I mean, it doesn't – I've got to tell you, you are a man of many faces, Heath, because uh, – <laughs> Someone who's out inking themselves to get into the DZ Death Ray show doesn't strike me as miniature locomotive <laughs> expert. Yeah, I, I can't express my love for trains. It's um, mm. it just that was <laughs> get a guy who can do both. That's it. Yeah. Now you have a body, Heath, which has tattoos on it. One of them is this home job tattoo that you got uh, to yep. get into a DZ Death Ray show because that was a little competition. Uh, it is yep. currently sitting on your body next to. Can you remind us what the um, the tattoo beneath the DZ Death Race tattoo is? Uh, the the um, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas Super Punch. <laughs> you yes. never forget that one. It's the cheat Shop code. Raid it out again, oh, please. <laughs> Why not? Hey, I'll let me pull my pants down. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, up left X triangle R one. Um, circle, 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 L2. It's probably good you need to pull your pants out because if you could remember it off by heart, there would be no need for a tattoo yeah, there. Yeah, uh, so yeah, it's that's... lucky you had it there to refer to, Heath. Now, yeah. the good thing is we talked to the sale team, sales team here at Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast and Listener. They've gone out, they've asked from various people, hey, what have you got if this dude from Tassie gets a tat on him? Would you prepare to give him some stuff? And they've said, sure. All right? So we're going to read out a list of items. You don't have to get one. All right? If now, it's like, yeah, yeah, he... that doesn't appeal... Don't get it. It's fine. Yeah, it totally. Do not feel like you have to for any entertainment mm. reasons or anything like that. Just you you choose if you, if you want anything. And if you don't want anything, that's fine. We will go back to the mm. drawing board and we will consider finding mm. other uh, options for yeah. you, okay? So this is not the last time. Because the other thing is, Heath, if you are considering getting a tattoo, make sure you consider all risks. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> okay. We need to let you know uh, that. I... I... I always do. Good man. Good <laughs> man. All right. Let's um let's start the uh, Matt and Alex shopping channel, shall we? <laughs> Welcome back to um Matt Direct. We are here uh, with a list of items which you can get for the low, low price of getting their brand inked on you. Um, right now, if you would like to go to 
Peking's Ducks next Tassie show. Aussie band Peking Duck. Uh, they've confirmed they can give you two tickets to their next Tassie show for a little Peking Duck tattoo. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah, that does. Where's the show at? Well, there hasn't been one announced yet, but I've, oh, I've heard yeah. whispers oh. there could be a tour coming up soon. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, just, you know, just you think about it. Yep. Okay, yeah, just think about yeah. it. Is that, oh, yeah, that's, uh, oh, yeah, I'll get that done. Well, hold, I mean, <laughs> just just think about it, Heath, yeah. okay? We'll, right, we'll, we'll show we'll some other options. You. Okay, we'll show you oh, some other options. More, oh, there's more. Oh, there's more options. You don't want your sh- you don't, no, 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 you don't want your shopping basket overflowing just yet. Yeah. Hey, we've got some more. Yeah. <clears throat> Are you in the need of some undies? Because tradie undies is offering you the opportunity to not only get some Bundy undies, some Bundaberg rum undies, some Trady body spray, uh, but you can also get a slab of the new Trady beer. You will be one of the first people in Australia to taste the new Trady beer for the low, low price of having their brand on you for the rest of your life. Oh, my God. That that's a, that sounds like a good one. Mm. That's, Sounding good? You're, that you're a beer drinker? That, that, that one's tickling me fancy a little bit. <laughs> All right, well, that's looking good. Heath, what about this one? A Kogan surprise gift pack. Okay, this is going to be the mystery pack from Kogan, Ooh. who, as we know, have some an incredible range. I mean, of, yeah. Kogan, who knows what could happen with Kogan? I mean, I've you know I've bought a TV from Kogan. I've also bought thongs from Kogan. <laughs> so, <laughs> who knows what could be in that pack? Oh, oh that's it. Yeah, so these are all sort of pretty good ones. I'm not. I don't, what if I just get the tradie underwear just tattooed on me, just all the way around? <laughs> <laughs> no need to wear undies if you just got the yeah, tattoo job. No undies. <laughs> Colour it all in. But I, um, I probably <laughs> don't know. I've, I've already got like half. I've already got half a tramp stamp, so I don't really know if that would work. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, well, it's good to know. We've got three good options. They're all looking positive. We'll leave you to mull on this, I reckon, Heath. Yeah. Okay, yeah. don't answer us now. Yeah. We'll send you the bit, you know a few more of the details in writing. But uh, it looks yep. like there's some pretty good offers there. If any more come through, we'll let you know. But in the, in the meantime, um, you have a think about it, and we'll get back to you maybe next week and uh, see what yeah. you would like to purchase from Matt and Alex's Matos Direct. Yeah, that, that sounds good. Well, um... I'll have a deep hard think about that because there's some uh, very good offers. But that um that tradie beer though, God, that's that's oh, you know, I don't know. First in Australia to try it. Yeah, I'll sleep on it. <laughs> I'll just gonna have to sleep on it. That's it, mate. <laughs> All right, we'll leave, we'll let you get back to the trains, mate. Um, and uh, we will catch you very soon, Heath. Yeah, go do some locomotion. Yeah, yeah. Better get back to it. <laughs> yeah, better do it, mate. We'll catch you later. All right, I'll send you some photos of the trains. Please. Send us a photo of that tattoo you got on your, uh, just above your caboose there as well, mate. <laughs> no. I want to see that tramp stamp in action. <laughs> yeah, the old reverse tramp stamp. I'll send that one through, but just just be just be wary. It's, it's ugly. <laughs> okay, we will. <laughs> Thanks, Eve. All right, Toasius, talk soon. Now it's time for... Mind blown. Blown away. 
Yes, that's right. This is the segment in which I, Matt O'Kine, attempt to blow your mind with a fact that I've learned across the week. And Alex Dyson, this particular fact comes from the person who I wake up next to every morning. Oh, um, so sweet. Thank you, Belinda, for uh, helping me do my job. You were going to make something wisecrack, weren't you, Dyson? Yes, I was. Um, what, go on. Go on. What What? What would you have said? Um, it was going to be something along like, like along the lines of, you know, you'd like your <laughs> Go on. the shadow of yourself who you thought would, you know, have done better things or something like that. Yep. Happy with yourself? Glad you got no, that out. No, because I hadn't, I hadn't like, fully formed the idea. <laughs> well, can we come up with something good then? Okay, what could we have said? Well, I know it's not you, Matt, because well, you never wake up to yourself, mate. <laughs> 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 you bloody need to. But I doubt All it's right. happened. I'm glad we I'm glad we worked on that. See, this is the beauty of the podcast. As a family, we can all workshop <laughs> things. Little peek behind the curtain. Yeah, maybe in um, mailbag uh, tomorrow, you, we could just <laughs> you know correct correct a few jokes that we missed missed opportunities. Um, so look, this this does come from Belinda, who saw a video on TikTok, um, which was with regards to the 2009 Christmas single. They went number one in the UK. Have you heard this story? This must be right in In 09. Your... Was that when yeah. Rage Against the Machine tried to get number one for Christmas, like 15 years after they released Well, this it? isn't going to blow your mind, but yes, it is, okay? For anyone who's not aware of it, in 2009, you know, Simon Cowell used to pretty much make sure that the winner of The X Factor would take home the Christmas single with, you know, I think the song that day, that, that year was like... I'm never running up a mountain or something like that. I can't remember how it goes. Mm. Um, but uh, a couple, John and Tracy Mortar, set up a campaign to stop that from happening. And they wanted, because it's going to be the fifth X Factor Christmas number one in a row. And so they set it up to make Rage Against the Machine number one. People went out in droves to buy copies of this single again. Suddenly, 15 years after it came out, Boom, hits mm. the number one. And it's now, as voted in 2021, on an official charts poll, it beat out the 1996 Spice Girl song, To Become One, which is an absolute tune. Was the um, wedding song at Karen and Reese's wedding I recently. know, and I've been singing along to it ever since. <laughs> and it is now officially the UK's favourite Christmas number one uh, song. So there you go. I thought wow. that was pretty interesting. Oh, very good. Well, the mind-blowing fact to me is um, a song that's, you know, based around not doing what people tell you. It's like, everyone, we should vote for this for number one. Everyone's like, yeah, okay. Yep. No, I'll do that. Yep. Yep. Say no more, fam. <laughs> everyone, stop acting like sheep. Uh, you okay, I will. I will. Some, but... So, yeah, no, good work. Um, F me, they did do what they told me. Yeah, soz, mate. Oh, that's fair enough. That's fair enough. But we've got another opportunity because every mind blown, we also like to get your mind blowing facts on the radio. I sent us a voice memo with a fact that has absolutely astounded you recently. Uh, so we can uh, pass it on to the dear listener base here at All Day Breakfast. This week's mind blown comes from Emma. Hi, Matt and Alex. It's Emma here and I have a mind blowing fact for you. So I learned on another podcast that James Cameron, the director of the Titanic, through the filming of the movie, spent more time on the Titanic itself than the passengers did. 
What? I'm trying to figure out whether he spent more time on the actual Titanic or whether he well, spent more time on his pretend Titanic than the passengers spent on the real life Titanic. Yeah, because he likes he likes going down to visit it. Okay, wait. More time on the Titanic than the captain. This is feeling like a more okay, time here we on go. the Titanic. <laughs> no, here we go. Right now, waiting for Matt to Google. <laughs> During an interaction with ABC News, Cameron revealed he has spent more time on the Titanic via submarine dives than the actual captain of the Titanic did. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. That's not mind blown. He's gone. Wait, he reckons he's taken 33 dives to the Titanic. Oh, my goodness. That's mm. a lot. Well, good on him. And lucky he didn't go via ocean gates there. Oh, my gosh. That was um, fortunate, but that is that is pretty wild because how long after it, it shot off did the Titanic crash? Uh, wait a second. <laughs> oh, no. Here we go. <laughs> uh Hold on to your poop deck, people. We are uh, strapping <laughs> How long in for another Titanic? Google. So three days. Oh, wow. Three whole days. Did you see they're making a movie about Ocean Gate? I did see that's happening, Bron. Ooh. Um, do you know anything like, about Matt, this Matt, movie? Once again, Googling <laughs> that in the, in the moment. <laughs> Um, oh, I'm just interested. I'm intrigued to know whether there's any roles. Oh. <laughs> Matt's, yeah, sniffed, a, uh, sniffed an Oscar for his role um, as one of the doomed passengers of the Ocean Gate. Um, yeah, so anyways. Matt, you are a shoe-in for, uh, for that role because <laughs> you are sinking this ship very, very quickly. Okay. <laughs> All right. Look, I'm glad it's the end of today. This has just turned into a Thursday roast. <laughs> just roast gate. Give me a break. Um, all right. Time for me and my little winglets to get out of here before they get too charred any longer. We're back tomorrow. It is a Friday for another massive Matt and Alex all day breakfast. So <laughs> well, me and we Bron will see you then. I didn't know what you meant by winglets. We sort of shared a look there. as like, winglets? You know, little wing tips or whatever. Like, you know. It's like a, a chuck. Chuck. like a charred little, chook. Yeah, I'm a little chook over these charcoals. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex.